Hello and welcome to The Coworking Club, a podcast for female business owners who want to work for themselves, not by themselves. I'm your host, Jessica Perry, and each week I'll be chatting to a new guest all about the realities of running your own business, sharing tips and tricks for dealing with the loneliness and isolation that comes with working from home, as well as discussing the benefits of building community through co-working. So what are you waiting for? Come and join the club. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Coworking Club. I'm so happy to have you joining us today and I'm very excited to be sharing a guest interview with you. So today I'm chatting to the very lovely Chloe Slade who is an absolute pro when it comes to manifestation and mindset work. She is the founder of Vibe and Flow as well as the co-founder of Cone Accounting and she has created a 90-day manifestation and mindset goal-setting journal, which I'm sure a lot of you will have seen floating all around Instagram. So I wanted to get her onto the podcast to chat all about manifesting more positivity into your life and your business, which I think might be especially useful at the moment during these kind of tricky times that we're facing. So in this episode, we chat all about Creating intention and defining goals during what is a very uncertain and unsettling time. High vibe routines and rituals to incorporate into your daily life to help increase positivity. As well as some actionable tips for improving your money mindset during difficult periods. I really hope that you enjoy this episode and it helps to lift your spirits because it definitely did with me after chatting to Chloe. It was such a great conversation. So yeah, without further ado, here it is. Hi Chloe, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, it's exciting to be here. Yes, virtually here. (laughs) Virtually here, everything's virtual now. (laughs) It is, isn't it? So do you want to just start by telling us a little bit about yourself, your kind of career history and the background behind your businesses, plural? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sure. Do you know what, I always find this question quite uh, different or difficult to answer just because it's kind of been like an evolution. Mm -hmm. Um, personal growth and with that has reflected different like career uh, aspects so yeah it kind of I started off in more of a marketing and recruitment background long long story short I always thought I was going to university and that kind of didn't go as I thought and so I ended up in recruitment and for me it just wasn't aligned you know I'm sure there's a lot of people who can listen now and you can kind of like feel it whatever you're doing you can kind of feel it in yourself that you just it's not right for you or it's not you're not suited for it so I had that feeling for quite a long time uh, before moving into like more of a marketing aspect and I, I went out on my own for a little bit and did some marketing sort of like freelance but again it was getting closer and closer to what I wanted to do but it wasn't just there yet you know it's kind of like a, that's why I use evolution as a word because it was kind of getting nearer to what I wanted to do but it still wasn't there and it got to the point where I was doing okay with my marketing I wasn't enjoying it massively but it was fine Um, and my partner Ben needed someone to join him and he uh, had founded our company now which is Cone Accounting and he was like hey you know like I actually need someone to help with this so why don't you join Um, and that's essentially how that kind of happened a few years later or a year later we had our team started to grow probably till end of last year I had this opportunity to start talking more about manifestation and mindset and it was something that I'd been talking about but not necessarily for from a business point of view it was more of just like this is an interest as opposed to this is something that can make money and yeah it kind of just grew into that I started talking about it more I did one-to-one clients and at the time I had uh, sort of a more of a makeup presence online so this is what I mean by the, the evolution. It kind of just, <laughs> it had not been closer to what I wanted to do, but it wasn't quite there yet. And I, I had a coaching session with someone and they said, you know, you've got to start, if this is your passion and this is your purpose, then you've got to start, you know, getting out of your own way and actually showing up for that. And that's kind of something that's really stuck with me. They didn't say it in those exact words, it's me <laughs> saying, saying my spin on it, but that's kind of how I interpreted it. And yeah, it kind of started from there. And the, the journal was quite a big, like a, a big thing for me. It's something that I did daily. And it's kind of just sharing the processes that have helped me get out of my own way and out of my own head, because 
we tend to do this we have this sort of self-talk where we kind of put ourselves down or you know get like I said get in our own way so that's kind of what I help people do just get out their own way and show up for the life that they want to lead. Amazing so that's kind of how I suppose you got into the business side of it but how did you kind of first get into manifestation and mindset work like where did the original kind of spark of interest come from? Yeah so I probably discovered it in the ways most people discovered it a few years ago I mean we're talking a fair amount of years ago now and it was The Secret, the book The Secret. Um, Mm -hmm. I actually never watched the movie, I was always like a book fan. (laughs) So for me, I like to interpret things in my own way so I felt that the book was very important to me and I really loved it but for background for anyone who hasn't heard of it, I'm sure a lot of people have but for anyone who hasn't, it's essentially uh, a book about one of the universal laws Mm -hmm. called The Law of Attraction and essentially this is like in a summary, it's kind of what you put out in the world, you get back in. It's kind of like the like attracts like. So this, I'm not going to go into it too much because it's like a whole book, honestly. Um, but I discovered the book and it kind of sparked interest. And then that from that interest became sort of almost obsession. I wanted to learn a little bit more, a little bit more. And it kind of built over the next few years before I even started talking about it mm-hmm. so I so sort of three years later I was like huh maybe I should share some of these things because these have really changed my life including I manifested them I manifested like four stone and weight loss my dog travel everything that has kind of come into my life has come from aligning my thoughts my feelings my actions and my beliefs which is what manifestation is at its core Yeah, that's amazing. So manifestation could probably be seen as quite kind of on trend at the moment with lots of people dipping their toes in to try it out. Mm. Um, But what do you think some of the most common reasons are why it might not work out for some people? Yeah, yeah, you've got it. You've got it right there. It's become very on trend. And I kind of, with this, I'm kind of like happy. I'm not at the same time because happy in the the fact that it's become more accessible to everyone. Everyone's becoming a bit more open Mm -hmm. to it, which is fab. Um, But like you said, there's some I guess maybe miscommunication or things are misinterpreted the common one being that you can just sort of just sit sit on the sofa and things will just appear and unfortunately although that would be really well I think that would be good and bad because think about the things you think about sometimes would be a bit crazy but (laughs) it doesn't work that way and I think the common things would be my biggest thing that I probably harp on about if you've ever seen me on Instagram I probably talk about this so way too much but it's taking that aligned action like actually taking that action I think with manifestation in order for something to happen within your physical reality aka your life you must first take physical action so it's not you can do all of this stuff like the affirmations and the journaling and all the mindset work and that's fab but without taking that action it's all just going to remain in your head um so I think the biggest thing would be like taking that action but another couple of things I see quite a lot is almost obsession Mm -hmm. so someone really wants something in their life and that's awesome but because they really want it they're focusing on the fact that they don't have it within their life which means all that the energy that they put out there you know the things they think the things they say the things they believe the way they take action they come from this place of uh, not having so for example say if someone wants to create a successful online business and they want to attract a certain amount of clients into their life and what they may think is obviously that that's something they really want because they want to create this online business but because they are coming from this place of not having a sort of circumstance mindset they are putting that kind of energy out so maybe they're not showing up online maybe they won't go to networking events because they don't feel that they're you know established yet maybe they won't I don't know put a certain thing out onto their blog because they don't feel that they have enough authority yet so by sort of tuning into this I don't have kind of puts that energy of lack out into the world that's a really common thing that I see so kind of like a antidote to that almost is to like really fall in love with the process fall in love with what you're doing like I know obviously there's the money side and there's the goal side and that's equally as important but in order to get there really need to focus on like the small actionable steps you know the rituals the routines and really tuning into how you would act and how you show up if you already had that desire Mm -hmm. yeah and it's kind of like a dedication to the kind of practice I assume as well whereas some people might give it a try for say a couple of weeks and once they don't see anything kind of emerge from it maybe they get disheartened by that 
Yeah, yeah. I think it's like you say, there's so much information out there. It can almost be a bit like overwhelming. And obviously, mm-hmm. with that overwhelm, it's like, oh, I don't know where to start. Or should I be saying this? Should I not be saying this? There's a lot of things out there, which kind of, you know, it's about finding what works for you. It is a little bit of a trial and error, something that you may not be right for or may not feel right to you so one of the rituals that I do is a process called scripting and that is where you essentially write what you want uh, as if you already have it and you kind of tune into that to so say if we use that client example again you'd be like right I'm so happy and grateful now that I have x amount of clients I show up in xyz way it's allowed me to do abc and for some people that might not work because they may hate writing and they may not feel that that helps them equally. I know a lot of people struggle with visualization and scripting is a really great way for people to sort of tune into that visualization and practice without actually having to sit there and think about what it is that they want. So yeah, it's kind of about finding like what works for you, what kind of personality type you are, what kind of techniques work and match that. So it's a lot, it's a lot about self-discovery for sure. Have you experimented? kind of dabbled a little bit but again I really was just going to say that I really kind of resonated with that idea of embracing being like a beginner in it because I think that's something that I felt there was just so much Mm. information online that I felt a little bit overwhelmed by it and it felt like something that I had to kind of invest all of my time in if I wanted this to to kind of work for me and again because it's something I was thinking Mm. I had to do it would always end up kind of at the bottom of the to-do list. Whereas, as you say, if you kind of experiment with it and kind of find your own way and find your own feet with it, I imagine it would kind of incorporate into your day and into your life a lot more easily. Yeah, definitely. And this is actually something I'm working on at the moment because I'm very well aware that there's so much information out there that you kind of need to piece together all these different aspects. So I'm kind of working on like a very basic guide that, you know, people can start to understand and then realise how that can fit into their day. Because realistically, unless you are in this sort of industry, you're not going to have hours on end. And even if you are in this industry, you're not going to have hours on end just to (laughs) do, you know, just manifest and do certain tasks and things like that. So it's very much about blending and creating that process as part of your life and using those tools sort of naturally as opposed to kind of sort of uh, mechanically yes yeah that makes sense so following on from that idea of being a beginner Mm. what three tips would you share for anyone looking to kickstart their manifestation journey I would say definitely start with like the three basics and those pillars that I teach are the universal laws which I kind of mentioned at the start these are kind of like the things that govern I say govern the universe that when they're all in alignment. And I know I'm sounding very woo right now, but I'll break <laughs> it down in a sec. Basically, when they're all in alignment, you manifest with ease. But the thing is, they're not crazy things. They're like laws of the universe sounds very like spiritual and woo, and it can be, but it's also very accessible. It's very much about, um, they're on my Instagram, one of my features somewhere. I can't think where they are, but they're on one of my features. And it's basically things like, you know, we are all one, right? I'm sure a lot of people, if they're listening to this at the time of the pandemic, you can feel that energy of like that collective energy that we're all feeling um and that's because like we're all connected because like one action is going to affect someone else if I put something up online whether it's good bad nice not nice it's going to affect someone and that's going to have like a ripple effect and it's kind of this idea that you know what we're putting out there is going to affect everyone and that's just like one of them I teach 12 of the universal laws people depending on what teacher you're you're familiar with they teach different like there's sort of infinite amounts but I feel like the 12 that I teach kind of summarize it fairly well and basically it's just it's about being the best version of you that's how I can explain the universal laws it's about sort of just leveling up and stepping into that version of you who is like good for the world if that makes sense as Mm -hmm. opposed to sort of you know putting negative and mean things out into the world so that's one thing um I definitely say work on the steps of manifesting as well just understanding like the process because like I said it's not just like oh I sit on the sofa I think a a thousand pounds and it's just gonna come through the letterbox (laughs) that would be fun but no so there is like a little process to it it's about sort of aligning yourself with what it is that you want so what I always say is your thoughts your feelings your actions and your beliefs 
they are creating your next reality, you know, the next part of your life. And like conversely, the previous thoughts, feelings, actions and beliefs have created where you're at right now. So you need to think if it's clients, if it's weight loss, if it's a partner, if it's a friendship, how can you plant seeds right now to then manifest, aka thoughts, feelings, actions and beliefs, align them with what it is that you want. So that, so kind of understanding that kind of process is, is very important and the third sort of point that I guess is like programming your subconscious I think the biggest thing and I was literally just speaking to a member just before this like minutes before and it's kind of that feeling that you know sometimes we feel a little bit disjointed or we struggle to gain momentum maybe we even find like a new habit or something that works really well for us and then we kind of fall off the wagon and that's actually no fault of our own it's because of like these programs that we have got within our, our subconscious mind and the idea is that by understanding through repetition, through, you know, rituals and routine and this and those kind of things, we can start to change who we are. But it's kind of the idea of it's kind of who we are. And in order to change that, we have to change our identity. And that takes time. Um, it's not sort of like it's kind of the example I like to use is that if you read a book, there is not so much. I'm trying to think of a better way to explain this. <laughs> Basically, with your, when you read a book, obviously you're not going to absorb every single piece of that information. Um, there'll be a short amount of that, and that's your conscious mind, okay? But then the way we actually take that conscious mind, the things that we've learned from that book, and actually imprint them in our subconscious mind is through repetition. So we, we actually say if there's like a tip in the book where it's like, right, you should do this the day before, in order to like make that part of your identity, you have to get into the habit and the consistency mm-hmm. and that sort of routine of doing that each day. So it's kind of like sort of programming your subconscious. So there are kind of three things. It's like the universal laws, steps of manifesting and sort of the programming of the subconscious mind. Wow, fascinating stuff. <laughs> I feel like that was kind of like a at you there. Um, I'm sorry, it's kind of like a lot of stuff that I sort of wanted to get out there. But um, no, definitely, it's, it's definitely a process. Mm-hmm. I don't, if anyone's listening right now, and I know that feeling of overwhelming, and you just, all I would do first of all, the very first step, if you're left like, oh my God, there's so much to do. The very first step is get really, really clear mm-hmm. with what it is that you want because if you don't know what you want it's kind of like how how can you get it do you know what I mean (laughs) yeah yeah exactly so you just kind of touched on the kind of basics I suppose but if there is anyone who's struggling at the moment maybe through this tough time that we're facing in light of coronavirus Mm. are there ways that you think manifestation and mindset work can help people through yeah I mean coming back to the idea of you know getting clear and sort of universal laws there's a law which is the law of polarity and it basically means that everything has a polar opposite so right now although I one of the biggest things I, I don't want to I want to make clear I guess is that manifestation isn't just like sort of antidote it's everything that's going on right now it's not like you can just think positively and it's just all going to be fine Mm -hmm. but what you can do is there's little things so getting clear on what you do and don't want so maybe this time this process this time to pause has given you time to think oh my god I need to have more income streams to make myself feel more financially stable oh my god I hate what I'm doing I need to reevaluate that or oh my goodness I've made more time for exercise this week than I have done all of last year that's something that's made me feel really really good and I want to continue that so kind of thinking about this period and thinking about what you want to stop what you want to start and what you want to continue mm-hmm. um I think that's a really important thing is like okay we can't change what's happening right now it's like a collective thing it's happening to the world but sort of where can we shift our focus to serve us because one of the things I, I posted on Instagram a few days ago is to like honor your feelings but don't feed them so you can't just think positively, right? I'm never going to tell someone just to think positively because it's not a solution. If you're feeling awful, you can't just go, oh, I'm thinking positively now, all is good. Mm -hmm. Also, by doing that and by fighting the feeling, you're actually giving it more attention. So it's, you know, it's it's building up more so um, and it's actually creating more of that unwanted feeling. So by honouring the feeling, it's being like, right, okay, this is how I'm feeling right now. I'm worried about the state of my economy or I'm worried about X, Y, Z but I'm not going to feed it. So I'm not going to scroll through Instagram 
for hours on end. I'm not going to go on the news and refresh Sky every five minutes. I'm not going to, you know, it's kind of understanding what you're not going to do and the ways you're going to protect your energy. That's one of the biggest things that I tell people to do is whenever they're starting a new adventure, whether it's like a business or whether it's a relationship, is how can you protect your mindset? Because there's going to be things that come in and, and, you know, that are going to try and sort of mess it up I guess not mess it up I don't know the right time you know there's many things there's gonna be right things that come up in your life and it's about how you react to that as opposed to sort of being a victim of circumstance does that make sense yeah definitely and kind of leading on from that as well because there's so much uncertainty about the future at the moment and there's things that are just kind of off the cards I suppose so things like travel and Mm. starting a new business right now might not be the best idea in the world um so people might be struggling to maybe define a clear action plan for the future so what advice would you share for creating intention during such an uncertain time yeah so one of the things I guess it's kind of a two thing it's getting the constants like your sort of standards in place that you do daily that keeps you in check almost so like if I said to you right now did you clean your teeth this morning I'm willing to bet that you said you would say yes because you've kind of made it quickly. <laughs> yeah, I did. I can confirm. <laughs> you can confirm. Um, because you've made it part of your identity. It's who you are. It's a social norm. It's it's just part. You don't debate. You don't go, should I clean my teeth this morning? Or mm-hmm. I don't know if I feel like it. You may, may not feel like it, but you do it because you make it part of who you are. So having standards in place that actually support the life that you want to lead can be really helpful right now so a couple of things to mention notion which is like a kind of like a life management app (laughs) is the best way I can explain it it's absolutely incredible and it's something that I would definitely suggest people to look at right now if they are trying to sort of get organized and on top of things the thing is like you can't you can't change what's happened so far do you know what I mean like if you're Mm -hmm. not in a good financial state if you're not in a good mindset state if you're you know there's lots of things that I keep seeing right now and I totally understand and get that but you can't change the past so what you can change is how you're reacting right now and Notion kind of helps you get I don't work for Notion it sounds I, I love this app so I feel like I talk about it and people are like eh. Notion kind of helps you kind of map out and create I call it like a life map or a life navigation system it helps you see the big picture but also work on the little picture each day so Mm -hmm. it looks at like I'm looking at mine right now and it has like the the big goals I'm working towards but then also like the habits and and the daily activities and the projects that I'm working on and what's the next action within, within that project it's very easy to get consumed by what is going on right now and I wouldn't blame anyone for doing so I've equally got caught up in it but it's about catching yourself and realizing that you know putting that energy and thoughts and feelings and actions and beliefs into sort of an unwanted desire is not going to serve you whether it happens or not so I'd say definitely look into like something physical, like an actionable thing that you can actually do. Mm-hmm. So Notion is a great example of that. And also like journaling. Yeah, I, obviously I'm going to say my, my journal because it's something <laughs> I personally use and so I'm slightly biased there. But having some sort of either journaling process or a journal that you do each day will help you sort of keep in that routine. Even if it's something you start right now and it's like that is your constant. Like journaling allows you to be there for yourself. And I really love that about journaling because you know obviously it's 3am and you're feeling a bit crappy you know your friend or your partner may not be available right then so it's like right let's get my thoughts onto paper let's because obviously when thoughts are in your mind it takes up real estate and it takes up like it gives it has like a different kind of power mm-hmm. but when you write it down you can see it for what it is sometimes or maybe you can see it a little bit more clearly or maybe you can kind of see a sort of a way out of whatever's going on in your head when it's in your head it kind of consumes you it takes up so much real estate so that's why I think having a process that's more spiritual like journaling getting it down on paper um mixed with something that's actionable like notion um allows you to sort of gain that momentum and gain that focus into what you do want as opposed to sort of focusing on all the bad because there, there is so much bad like we're trained and the media is trained to sort of feed us that and that's what we see so it's not it's not like necessarily for thought of our own. It's more about, right, what can I now do to move forward and to create this life that I want to lead? 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really important because I think it can be really easy to just consume, consume, and then it takes kind of strict action to put a stop to that and kind of filter what you what you're absorbing. Yeah, I think like obviously everyone's experiencing this at the same time. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone's like feeling great about this I I'd be lying if I was like yes I'm absolutely fine I've got nothing to worry about but mm -hmm. it, it's just choosing the words that you speak and when you put words out into into the physical space you're giving it more power because if you think about it how many times you've maybe rang up a friend I've seen it a few times and that's like the first thing that you talk about is like oh corona mm -hmm. and then obviously that takes on like a 20 minutes of conversation about all the people and the bad things that have happened and it kind of consumes it and almost takes away from that friendship as well you know it takes it kind of takes joy and power away from you so I, I personally I think you have to find your own way of dealing with what's going on with life that's what's your that's the reaction side of things but for me personally I've seen in the past and right now that where I direct my focus is so powerful because it creates my reality it up levels my mood but the minute I can focus on Instagram even if you think about pre-corona and you, if you were just sort of scrolling through Instagram for like hours on end how like bad it makes you feel mm -hmm. and it's kind of just looking at that like look look what you're doing right now and is it serving sort of the life that you want to lead yeah absolutely just being a lot more intentional with things like that yeah definitely so you just touched on journaling and I know that it's a big part of your manifestation and mindset work, but what tips and advice would you share with anyone looking to get started? Because I know from personal experience and friends and things like that, sometimes it's quite daunting to get into. It is. It really, really is. I'm not even going to lie to you on that. Um, I completely <laughs> agree. I think a few things is, um, that's helped me is one, realise that it's personal music right so it's just things you're writing down on paper there's no right and wrong mm -hmm. I love journaling like what you were just saying it's kind of become this big thing now that you're kind of like almost scared to do it wrong it, it can't, I kind of see it in the in the sort of space of meditation you're like am I doing this right is this how I'm meant to be doing it but really ultimately it comes back to like what is it serving you like what are you getting out of it so definitely get clear on what you want to sort of experience from the session you know are you looking to deep dive into your past that you're looking to like grow and think about visioning your future do you want to sort of gain guidance are you trying to sort of get clear on something I think definitely look into some prompts obviously again I have some journal prompts and like a guide but any kind of prompts that are going to help you sort of get going getting that momentum and then soon you'll start to realize like oh actually this question really prompts me to have quite positive output or action so definitely kind of have like a idea about what you want to gain from that experience it's like anything you know what what is not what's in it for you but like what are you going to gain how is it going to help you how is it going to help you grow or you know clear your mind mm -hmm. but one of the biggest things that because uh, it's basically in my journaling prompts there's like a load of tips on this and one of the biggest things that I've had so many people message me about uh, was basically if you meditate or you do something mindful before you actually go into your journaling so what I would do and this is my best advice to anyone that's wanting to journal is to think of a prompt or to think of like something that you want to write about uh that's why I say prompts are really good because you can start to think about it and then go and do something mindless so maybe like I don't know I'll go and tidy the kitchen or sweep the floor or I'll take the rubbish out or like just things that I don't need to be really like fully engrossed in that's using like a different part of my my mind and I will think about that question and I'll reflect on it or like maybe I'm running a bath or uh, I'm brushing my hair or I'm getting ready I just sort of reflect on that question and um like say say for example it's like how can you increase more happiness into your life right now so like say I start to move the prompts for example uh that's off the top of my head so, so sorry about that. <laughs> uh, basically I think about that whilst I was getting ready I think about it whilst I was like in the shower I think about it when I'm cooking my breakfast it's kind of like having sort of that time to almost reflect and then I would open up my journal and start writing and also go in with not a huge expectation have an objective or an intention that you what you want to create but don't be like right this journaling experience today is going to change my life right this minute because you've got to sort of go through a process and you may find that what you first start writing is like random stuff and you're like why would I ever write that <laughs> <laughs> but it's part of the process it's part of getting through that because it's taking anything you write it's taking up real estate in your mind so even if it's just like buy milk call that person it's still a process of journaling because you're unloading all this kind of 
weights in your mind and taking it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're really good tips, actually, because I think, yeah, you can just kind of build it up in your head to be something huge and it has to be perfect and just right. But really, as you said, it's it's for you and it's ultimately to yeah help you, no one else and no one else is ever going to be reading it. So I think it's just hard to get past that point, isn't it? Yeah, what do you struggle with mostly when it comes to journaling off the top of your head? I think it's even just things like writing style. Like sometimes I'll think, oh, does this sound like a teenage girl's diary? <laughs> or Yeah, just just knowing kind of how to write as in, yeah, it's, it's odd. But I think because we're so programmed to be writing either for educational purposes, writing dissertations, writing whatever, you get used to that kind of style of writing. So then when it comes to your own and it's not to be marked, it's not to be looked at by anyone else, you just kind of well me anyway I find that as a bit of a barrier so what I will do is depending on like how I feel that day will be depending on literally everything so it'd be like depending on my handwriting style my handwriting you can tell that sometimes it's so small and sometimes it's huge and sometimes it's like in this habit but <laughs> like you kind of have to sort of detach from the idea of how it's meant to look physically and also that kind of mm-hmm. what you're just saying like sometimes I literally write frustrated with this this is only me need guidance on this on literally in bullet points other days I might be like I'm really needing guidance and the answer to this question it's kind of you know like and I'll go off on one mm. or maybe I'll just be like this is what I'm trying to attract in my life right now I'd like to feel this way I'd like to see this amount of money coming into my life and through this platform or you kind of kind of just sort of visioning so I'd say like with what you've just said it's kind of just think like what do you need to say like what do you need do you need guidance do you need to clear your head out um and then from there um just literally write and if if it sounds like a teenage girl if it sounds like a dissertation (laughs) I'm going to be reading it for you and like ultimately if you don't find it works over a a period of time no one's forcing you to do it so it's for you Mm -hmm. um so yeah I definitely would say that like just take what you need from that day and just almost go in with no judgment yeah massively I think it's just that standard thing kind of across the board of having kind of idealistic standards of things and just almost like a pressure on ourselves isn't it like you have to meditate in this but mm-hmm. you should be journaling in that way yeah definitely I fully fully get you with that so obviously journaling is a big part of your kind of routines and daily rituals but why do you think routines and rituals are such an important part of manifestation and mindset work yeah sure I think because like I was coming back to that this core starting point at the start it helps you with the consistency and like the repetition of priming your mind and inadvertently it helps you create like the dominant beliefs so like Obviously, if I think one bad thought, it's not like that's going to be the thought that happens and manifests. It's sort of like the repetition and the build-up of a negative thought or a negative focus or positive as well. It works both ways. I can't just think, oh, I'm really successful. Oh, now I'm successful. <laughs> it's like a process. It's like, right, okay, each day, what do I need to do in order to become this version of me? So it's like that consistency and the repetition, which rituals and routine really helps with. Um, and when I say dominant belief, it's like the one that you feel like, you know, that's the most dominant with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and just before something manifests, that dominant belief is like set inside you so that you fully believe that's going to happen. And whether that's consciously or, or subconsciously, that's how sort of dominant belief comes into it. It's your dominant thoughts, your dominant feelings, your dominant actions and your dominant belief so a kind of a build up of those four things starts to create this sort of dominant energy that you're putting out there and then that's how something manifests so the reason like obviously rituals and routine is so important is it like helps you build that consistency so yeah that's why I definitely say it's quite important for that aspect and also it kind of breaks it down it's not so daunting you know if you're just showing up for yourself each day because this is your ritual and it's your routine it's less sort of intimidating than I've got to sort of take over the world and create my empire day one. Mm -hmm. Yeah that's so true. So you talk a lot about kind of high vibe activities and what kind of routines and rituals have you been focusing on during this time to help you feel kind of positive? Yeah one of the things I found really really comforting actually is sort of talking out my plans out loud 
Now, depending on how we really want to go with this, there's, uh, <laughs> there's kind of, if you want to believe it, or if you believe and want to believe, but if you believe in sort of the universe or a higher power or your religious, whatever it is that you are, that you believe, you can believe that you're speaking to that kind of higher purpose. Mm-hmm. But if you don't want to, I know that this manifestation can kind of go on like a big scale <laughs> of like woo-woo or not religion or which is not something I want to sort of get into today. But if you don't want to believe in that, whatever reason you can believe that you're unlocking parts of your your mind so by talking out your your plans and what it is that you want to attract into the world you're gaining clarity and your subconscious mind thinks okay so I'm going to start directing my attention onto that so like if you think about an average day like especially when we're allowed to go outside you think about like the cars that you see and the people that you see and like the dogs and the cats and like the clouds obviously you're not going to take in every single aspect of that and your subconscious mind will pick up on things depending on what sort of that pattern that you've been playing to yourself coming back to to what I was saying earlier so by thinking and actually really tuning into the the plan so literally talking out loud I'll be like okay so what I'm again it's normally when I'm driving or doing something like getting ready or something like that I'll mm-hmm. be like okay so I really want to achieve this today it's kind of like an intention setting process I really feel like I can help people in this way by showing up in this energy or this space or in this way by offering this kind of value and just by talking it through it kind of although I probably sound crazy person (laughs) or speaking to myself (laughs) it's worth it because I kind of feel much more secure and and sort of guided with what it is that I'm doing and I've kind of set that intention I set that focus I know what I'm going for and that's one of the things that's really helped me again probably going back to like journaling and like the mindset um sorry the life sort of navigation system that I was talking about earlier within within notion having I really believe that it's not just one aspect that helps you achieve your goals it's like a big combination of it all Mm -hmm. so having that sort of spiritual journaling or that sort of mindset self-development side of things and then pairing that with taking sort of the action and the logistics and the organization and productivity and sort of the actual showing up part you have to kind of marry those two things together um, in order to manifest something so that's why I'd say like for me at the moment I'm very much focusing on journaling because like I said, allows you to be there for yourself, which right now is very key, <laughs> uh, making sure you don't go absolutely crazy. And having that sort of actual sort of map, as it were, and sort of the combination with speaking through my plans every day now, I'm showing up with intention, I'm showing up with like a vision. I do believe that intention and vision are the things that will get you through this process right now, or the thing that's you know happening to the world, because it's very easy to sort of be sucked into any other avenue. Mm-hmm. So I know there's a lot of focus around morning and evening routines within manifestation and mindset. Mm-hmm. Do you have any routines that you practice daily? I do, yeah. So I actually, again, I feel like I speak about notions so much now. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to go and look at this. Yeah, I know. I'm going to contact Notion and be like, we've got to do something. <laughs> um, yeah, basically, I have a, this is actually what I'm doing, training some, I'm doing some training on this tomorrow uh, for the members. And basically, this is, uh, where I have a section on my on my notion board and it's basically all of my rituals and routines mm-hmm. listed out so the idea is that your your, your mind is um, meant for thinking it's not meant for like retaining information so having your all the like little habits that you want to do within your morning written down it really saves that decision fatigue because you're not thinking all right I've just woken up what do I do next what do I need to do maybe what mm-hmm. am I going to do now having it like it's almost like a checklist and it sounds like really crazy but it really does work I have such more, uh, an efficient day and the minute I don't do this I have such an inefficient day it, I mean I'm looking at it again now and the first thing is like the intention setting like the gratitude the visualizing of like the day and what it is that I want to achieve and then picking things that are going to serve you and that allows you to change your like to serve your purpose so everyone's going to have like different requirements for the morning and what they actually need in order to like sort of set themselves up for the day but one of the bit best things that I can sort of mm-hmm. like an actionable thing that you guys can do or anyone that's listening is write down your current morning routine and be honest with yourself because this is only for you and if, to give you an idea of what my routine used to look like a few years ago it, is it would be like right reach for my phone scroll through Instagram get up grab some biscuits for lunch, breakfast because I couldn't be asked. I know I'm being genuinely serious like I literally grab biscuits and I'd be like 
cool, right, I'm just going to sit on the sofa and watch some TV for a bit. And I'm not saying that anything, any of those parts are wrong if that's what makes you happy, but it wasn't having a positive effect on me. So I was like, I mean, I, over the years, my my morning routine, depending on sort of the time of year, it kind of changes, but the sort of core elements are there. So write down your existing morning routine, write down what you want to sort of add into that morning routine. And as opposed to sort of adding a load of things on top, try and create a blend so instead of reaching for your phone and going through instagram you if you still want to reach for your phone maybe you could scroll through like positive quotes that you've saved or for me i grab up my notion board and think about my next steps or maybe you have a few prompts right next to your bed and you that's the first thing that you do or maybe what i also do is when i'm making coffee in the morning i have my affirmations so it's just kind of like a habit now that affirmations mm-hmm. and making coffee or like drinking my coffee and filling in my journal it's kind of and I even say to people when because they when they buy uh, my journal they're like oh how do we get into the habit of you know doing this and I say literally put it next to somewhere that you are going to like see every day so I put it next to my coffee cup however some people put it in their bathroom because that's the first thing that they do and that's like it's there kind of thinking right what do I already do and what can I then blend or build on in order to sort of serve my habits so again I'll have like um, when I'm getting dressed and getting ready, like I said earlier, I'll either think about something that I'm journaling or I listen to something like some mind food, you know, like an audio book or mm-hmm. a podcast. So it's kind of, it's thinking about what you already do and then how you're going to blend that with what it is that you want to create as opposed to sort of adding absolutely everything in. And even with that, start with like a couple of things. You don't want to sort of overhaul your entire morning routine because it won't be easy to sustain. So maybe just instead of grabbing through your phone, you do something else. You know, it's like the tiny little changes that actually make a huge impact. Yeah, that's so true. Because at the start of this year, I said that my morning routine was something that I really wanted to focus on. And to start with, it must have had, I don't know, eight things on there. I tried to like take bits and bobs from everyone else and like implement them into my own and yeah I've just found that I was not doing it or it was taking too long and I was you know getting antsy because I wanted to get on with work so I've just stripped it right back now to maybe three points really simple things just a gratitude list eating a healthy breakfast and writing my to-do list for the day something really easy but until I kind of get into that habit and master that I'm not going to add any more steps to make it any more complicated because like you said you're just trying to trying to make it as easy as possible for yourself so yeah I'll leave all those bits out on my desk and kind of move my laptop to one side when I finish in the evening so I'm not tempted to just sit down in my desk in the morning straight open my laptop and onto emails or anything like that you're trying to kind of make it easy and like remove temptation to do anything else apart from that as well yeah and especially like also on the back of that a couple of things that you just said is have different routines for different like circumstances like if if I've got to go to the co-working space and go and see our team for a day, then I'm not going to do as much as if I would if I was going to have a day where I'm not going to get into any kind of makeup or do any kind of hair. Or, mm-hmm. And equally, I personally feel like if you are you wake up inspired to do something on your to-do list or your work side of things, you know, like I can totally resonate with what you just said. And sometimes I'll be like, right, I'm going to, I'm still going to have like do my morning routine, but before I get ready, I'm just going to do like 30 minutes for an hour of work because I'm really inspired to do X, Y, Z. So like, although it's a routine and it's a ritual being like an element of flexibility in, in what do you need that day? Like ask yourself, what do you need in order to be the best version of you? And sometimes that does look like grabbing a bit of workout because otherwise it's going to be playing on your mind while you're doing the rest of your routine or do you know I mean it's kind of thinking about what what it is you want that day Mm -hmm. so I guess have the routine there so you've got it time to and obviously if you're then making excuses like no I want to watch YouTube for five hours before I start my work (laughs) that's a a little bit different but it's kind of just thinking back how can I sort of blend this with how I'm feeling right now yeah I think that's so important because I think I know I can be kind of too rigid with it because like you just said if I have to be somewhere on a certain day I know I don't have enough time to probably do it do a morning routine how I really want so I'll just be it's too easy to say oh I'll forget it today and then you forget it the next day and then you're kind of out of the routine again so yeah I think being flexible is really really important 
And if you're like, um, so for example, with my, I've been trying to sort of blend exercise into my day in my morning. Mm-hmm. And I used to do it all the time, but then it kind of fell off a uh, habit. So I was coming back into it and I was like, okay, so if I'm not feeling like I want to do the exercise, maybe I just get on and do five minutes. And before I know I've been like 15 and I'm good to go. Um, same with like journaling in the morning. If you're thinking, oh, I just can't be able to do that journaling process, just try and get one word down. And if that one word is all you get down, that's fine you've done a part of your journaling practice you still maintain that habit mm-hmm. it's when we sort of stop the habit and then don't ever come back to it so it's easier to start again the next day or the next few days if you've just been writing a couple of words each day as opposed to I haven't been doing it at all yeah I think it's just important not to see it as it's something that you want to do at the end of the day because you think that it improves yeah. your well-being and your life in general it's not something that's a punishment if you've not done it then it's not the end of the world but yeah yeah saying as well like this is not a priority so that's one of my like go-to power questions I have like a set of power questions and by saying this is not a priority it kind of does one of two things it either jolts me to be like no it is a priority it's really important for me mm-hmm. or I'll be like no it's actually not important right now I don't know why I'm stressing over it so saying you know insert whatever thing you're thinking about is not a priority it really helps you kind of think clarity on what it is like how it affects you yeah Yeah, that's a good point. So moving on, I know that money mindset is something that a lot of people might be struggling with at the moment Mm. due to worries about loss of work and loss of income. Do you have any actionable tips for anyone struggling to maintain that positive money mindset? Yeah, again, I probably sound like a broken record now. It's coming back (laughs) to the sort of routines and the ritual side of things, having that constant that you turn to. So one of the things that I do each week um, is my money Monday. And I look, I actually have like a, like a template that I do each, each week. Mm -hmm. And I look at like, right, the week, the money that's come in, the money and what it's for. So like, okay, this amount of money has come in within the last week. What has it been for? You know, you can start to see what uh, sort of what things are going well in your sort of income streams. Then, what money's going out? So, okay, evaluate whether it was a good purchase or a good sort of flow of money. Like, money is meant to come in and out, and that's one of the biggest things. Like, if you're paying your rent, you don't want to feel resentful for that because it's allowed you to have a roof over your head, you know, safety, shelter, Mm -hmm. that would be a good sort of investment. But if you've bought a load of clothes that you don't actually like and they haven't been returned because you couldn't be asked to return it and now it's sitting in your spare room, that's probably like not the best investment of money. I think that's the biggest thing. It was definitely one of the things that I had to overcome on my own money mindset journey is I had this sort of misconception that, oh, good money mindset is just spending whatever and not caring about money. But then with that, you're not respecting money and its value. So it kind of, by reflecting on, okay, this money's gone out, but it's helped me buy that membership, buy that course or invest in that like camera or, you know, it's allowed me to pay my rent or pay my employees or whatever it may be. You have kind of evaluated whether that was like a good investment. And when I say investment, I'm not on about like stocks and bonds and that kind of thing. I mean like an energetic level. Mm -hmm. So then looking at like how you're feeling as a result of this money flowing in and out. Obviously, if there's a sort of decrease, you may be feeling a bit like sort of sad or, you know, however you're feeling, it's important to, again, honour that and acknowledge it. Um, But then also match that with, okay, what action have I taken in alignment? Because when I do this process so often, if I have like a lower money week it's because I haven't taken action in alignment so I'm like right okay well I didn't take as much action that's like something I can get from this I then move on to gratitude because moving on and thinking about how much gratitude for the money you do have again that where that focus and that energy goes more flows into your life so thinking about okay it allows me to eat and have a roof in my head and you know, have access to this membership, which has allowed me to do X, Y, Z. So having that gratitude and then finally having like a next step, because it's really important to always have a next step with whatever it is that you're trying to achieve or whatever it is you're trying to manifest. So it might be like, right, okay, I need to put myself out there a bit more or I need to talk about this, you know, this topic or I need to put a new product or a new revenue stream out. It's kind of thinking, right, this is where I'm at and this is where I want to go. Let's piece the bridge together. What's the next step? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really good tip. So definitely like a money sort of Monday or a process. What I also do within the same sort of, um, I do it every Monday. And like I said, if I don't do it, I definitely feel a lot of sort of energetically, but also financially like a difference. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I do is I'll be like, I'll work through, sort of a set of journaling prompts which is like how it's more it's kind of what 
what I've done within the session, but sort of much deeper. And it allows you to start taking lots of responsibility and like, okay, I'm not powerless in this situation. I can do something to increase revenue or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a really good tip. So yeah, I'd say like taking actionable, like, you, you know, when I say don't, you know, take responsibility, it's not about like, oh, the, the whole economic climate right now is my fault. Not that at all. I just mean like not putting yourself into the fact that you have no power and everything's happening to you, even if that's how you feel you can take some form of action or it may be like that action may be just to give yourself some space and just give yourself some time just to reset and relax and recharge because that is a a next step in itself so when I say I know I talk about action 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 a lot that doesn't mean that you need to be sort of always doing sometimes it means actually taking a step back and re-evaluating Mm-hmm. And I think it's easy to kind of bury your head in the sand with things like money. Yeah. So the action step could literally just be looking at your bank balance once a week so you know what's coming in and know what's going out because that's kind of the first step, isn't it, to kind of accepting your current kind of situation. 100%. And even just looking at like if you have like a styling or a curve card or something mm-hmm. like that and going, right, okay, um, you know, this is where I've spent money. It doesn't necessarily need to be on it. The reason I do it on an Excel spreadsheet as well is that it's very intentional. Um, but if that's too daunting for you, then take the next natural step. Like what I always say is like, look for the next natural step that feels good. You know, someone's next natural step may be vastly different to someone else's, but it's about actually thinking, okay, how can I feel good in the situation? You're not gonna go from feeling absolutely awful to feeling like amazing and enlightened it's not it's just not going to happen within just one fell swoop but it's like a process of thinking I think what feeling can I feel to feel better um and moving yourself sort of up the scale Mm -hmm. yeah definitely so finally the question that I'm asking all of my guests if location was no obstacle which three fellow business owners would you like to be in your co-working club I love this question it's awesome <laughs> um, I know if only location was no obstacle I would say Alice Bennett because mm-hmm. she is probably if anyone's following my Instagram there you know I have much love for her um <laughs> Vic Saldrew as well absolutely love Vic she's an incredible person I don't think I've ever met someone who is so I don't know just so supportive mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's absolutely incredible and she uh, I'm part of her membership as well and uh she's genuinely really like such a supportive person so definitely Alice and Vic and probably Lucy Hitchcock as well mm-hmm. so those three people would make a very good co-working co-working club for me <laughs> yeah definitely I would like to join <laughs> so to end you just want to let people know where they can find you online yeah so um but we have my personal instagram which is it's chloe slade so it's chloe slade um so that's where you can find me on instagram vibe and flow also has vibe underscore and underscore flow unfortunately couldn't get the original name there And Cone Accounting is our um our creative uh, sorry I can't see firm for creatives um so that's all Instagram but if you go to vibeandflow.com that's where you can find information about our membership our products mm-hmm. physical and digital yeah that's where you can find the journal isn't it and the wall planner yep yep so physical journal and digital journal as well as journaling prompts it's all there so yeah and also if you obviously have any questions or if anyone's after this has got something on their mind I will be around so please don't hesitate to get I'll be bad with my messaging for sure but I will get back to you oh that's a really nice offer I'm sure I'll be asking you all the questions once I've given um journaling another another go so (laughs) well thank you so much for joining me today Chloe it's been such a lovely conversation I feel very positive now which is always good thank you so much for having me it's been so fun thank you if you enjoy this podcast please do subscribe so you keep up to date with all of future episodes And if you could possibly leave a review, it would really help us in this early stage of launching the podcast. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you back here next Monday.